Good morning, church. It's Pastor Chris from Victory Biker Church, Maine, and you're listening to the Born Again Biker Podcast. Today we are in Mark chapter 7, and I'm not going to read the whole chapter to you guys because just for the sake of time. Uh, But, you know, I want you guys to go ahead and I want you to read Mark 7 uh, while we study this out. And what we're talking about here today is Jesus is talking about purity and he's talking, he's, you know, the Pharisees are, they, they, they come to him, <coughs> excuse me, the Pharisees come to him and, you know, they're, they're watching and they're criticizing and they're, they're picking apart Jesus and, and his disciples. And they notice that his disciples fail to follow some of the Jewish rituals that the the Pharisees and the Jewish leaders find super, super important. Like, for example, they, you know, in, in this passage, they're talking about this ritualistic hand washing before they eat. You know, they, it says here uh, in, in verse 3 that the Jews, especially the Pharisees, do not eat until they pour water over their cupped hands um, as required by their ancient traditions. Now, I want you to notice that um, that verse right there very closely because there is a marked difference <clears throat> between something that is commanded of God and an ancient tradition. Uh, this is something that Jesus calls out as we go further into this into this chapter. You're going to notice that Jesus starts calling this stuff out, but there is a huge, huge difference between a tradition and a command of God, or you know something that God teaches and God, you know, one of God's laws. And this is something that we find so much in our Western culture uh, of religion, church, and the Western quote-unquote version of Christianity is there is a lot of religious tradition that I don't quite understand it. You know, when God called me to pastor and God called me into ministry, he told me that my job was to strip away all the bullcrap and that he was going to show, use me and use our church to show people what Christianity was supposed to be. And I've tried very hard so far to to show people that there is a huge difference between a tradition and what God commands us to do. So, as we go through here, um, you know, again, we're talking about these traditions that they had, where they don't walk, you know, they they don't eat anything until they pour water over their, their cupped hands. Um, they don't eat anything from the market unless they ritualistically purify their hands by immersing them in water. And it says here that this, this is one of many traditions that they clung to, such as the ceremonial washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So, as we go on here, um, the Pharisees and the teachers of the religious law, they ask, and how come, how come your disciples don't follow these age-old traditions? How come they eat without you know, performing the, the hand-washing ceremony? 
Now, and, and that's a that's a key word right there, ceremony. Anytime that there is pomp and circumstance, and anytime there is a ceremony per se, um, chances are that is something that is not a uh, not not a law that God has passed down that He wants us to do. Um, the Pharisees have made. Yeah, they made careers out of finding better ways to do the things that that God said to do. A quick example of that is, you know, fasting. God calls us through. If you read the Bible, God calls us to fast three times a year. They're all during specific times and specific remembrances that God wants us to have. But the Pharisees, the Pharisees' idea was, well, if God calls us to to fast three times a year. What if we fasted three times a week? That's going to make us more holy. So they've they've taken something that was of God and they've made it of man, and then they've taught it as a a necessity to follow the religious law. And that's this that's what we're talking about here. That's the religious baloney that we're we're trying to strip away. So Jesus says to them, and I love this, he says, you hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you and he wrote, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. For you ignore God's law and substitute your own traditions. Boy, doesn't that sound familiar. Doesn't that sound an awful lot like religion compared to the relationship that God has called us into with Jesus? Boy, doesn't that sound an awful lot like walking into almost every single possible church that you can walk into because they all have these traditions that are man-made that they teach as God's law dress codes and all that other garbage it's not of God church it's not of God why are we continuing the God tells us Jesus these, these are red letter words here folks Jesus is telling us He's calling us out. He's calling you know, if you're doing this for people, he's telling us you're we're hypocrites. He's telling us that we are we're honoring him with our lips, but we're not honoring him with our hearts because we're teaching false information. We're ignoring God's law because man-made traditions have become more important to us. It says right here in verse 9, Then he said, You skillfully sidestepped God's law in order to hold on to your own tradition. Wow. Wow. That, you know, we're sidestepping the word of God so we can do what we want. What we've been taught is supposed to be true. Instead of studying it out for ourselves and reading it and saying, Oh, wow. It says right here, I'm not really supposed to do that. But 
brother or sister so-and-so taught that this is this was what we were supposed to do so that's what we're gonna do I grew up in a church like that so we're gonna skip down a little bit and we're gonna go to verse 14 then Jesus called the crowd to come in here all of you listen he said and try to understand it's not what goes into your body that defiles you you are defiled by what comes from your heart then Jesus went into the house to get away from the crowd and his disciples asked him what he meant by the parable that he used well let's jump up for a second before we move on let's jump up for a second Jesus is talking about you know the the Pharisees had had asked Jesus why his disciples don't wash their hands before they eat and they because ritualistically that hand washing is supposed to purify you before you eat so you're not defiled by anything that might be dirty <coughs> so Jesus calls him out again and he says you know, look it, it's not what goes into your body that defiles you it's not that you know it's not that you know if you're eating something that you know, is considered quote-unquote unclean. You know, back then, you know, they didn't eat pigs. They didn't eat pork. Could you imagine a life without bacon? Oh, my word, that would be horrible. But, you know, they, just for... I'll use that as an example. A lot of people these now this day and age, they don't eat pork because they feel that biblically it is an unclean animal because it was quote-unquote on that list of things that God said not to eat originally. But Jesus says right here, that it's not what goes into your body that defiles you. What defiles you is what comes out of your heart. He's talking about our character. He's talking about our actions. And he's talking about the person that you are. You know, you're not made by what goes into you. You're made by what comes out of you. So if we skip down to verse 18, you know, basically Jesus' disciples have said to him, you know, hey, look, you know, Master, we don't understand what you're talking about when you, when you talk when, when you said that parable. We don't get it. And he's like, man, you guys don't get this. Come on. He says, can't you see that the food you put into your body can't defile you? Food doesn't go into your heart, but it passes through your stomach and then goes into the sewer. And it says right here, by saying this, he declared every kind of food is acceptable in God's eyes. But then he goes on to say, it's what comes from inside that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All of these vile things come from within, they are what defile you. Now hear this, church. This is important. What comes out of your heart is what makes you unpure. All of those things that Jesus listed, all of those things are, those are important. We're talking about sin in general. All of the things that will make you unclean in God's eyes come from your heart. They don't come from what goes in your If you're, if these things are coming at you, 
if you're looking and you know you, you start talking smack about one of your coworkers, and we're all guilty of stuff like that you know you t- start talking smack about people or you know you're you're greedy and you don't want to help people and you want to hold on to your treasures or you start i don't know lusted after somebody you start kind of looking at somebody a little bit the wrong way maybe you take something that's not yours yeah maybe you're coveting what some of the things that your neighbors have all of this stuff is the stuff that causes us to be defiled and to be unpure god's calling us into a purity of him and it's not about what ritualistically we're putting into our bodies or we're not putting into our bodies God's calling us to be pure and pure of spirit. And this is, I think, one of the big concepts that the church today misses. They spend so much time making sure people are pure of body. They want to make sure that you look the right way, that you dress the right way. You know, oh, you, you, know, you can't get a tattoo because that's impure. You know, you're, you're defiling your temple if you get a tattoo. And it's that, that, that's not what God is saying. Oh my goodness, that's not what God is saying. God is saying, get your spirit right. Get your spirit right, church. Stop defiling your spirit because that is what God cares about. He's caring about your spirit. He cares for your soul and he wants that pure. Focus on that instead. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys something that to think about. How are you defi- Are you defiling yourself? And if you are, how are you doing it? And how can you help? How can God change that in your life? Church, I love you. Hope to see you tonight at our barbecue and our uh, our baptism. We're baptized in Georgia tonight. Uh, George is my nine-year-old daughter. She's super excited. She's a little nervous. So pray for her. I can't wait for this. Uh, we love y'all. Praise God. Have a great day.